Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Upper echelon, the Browns, Baker Mayfield, will it be his best season yet? Another team also, the Giants as well. Where are they when it comes to pressure this season? Daniel Jones to perform, to start to show out. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin, and good morning from New York City. So you said it earlier, you, you believe that Baker's going to have his best season yet. What, what does it mean, I guess, for the Browns in the AFC? And you said, it, you know, don't look at the numbers, right? Yeah. You don't think it's going to be about numbers when it comes to Baker Mayfield. So if that's the case, it means he's just going to be a – and I don't mean just – but he's basically has to be a game manager then, right? So you're not no. going to look at stats and go, wow, he played out of his mind. It's just he didn't make mistakes. Well, he- things like when I say don't look at the numbers, don't get caught up in somebody throwing for 5,000 yards versus 3,900, but his completion percentage raises, his interception to touchdowns raise, interceptions go down, touchdowns go up. That, that's what I mean when I say he's got better. Right. Not that he's thrown – because you know how this thing goes, fantasy football, right? If he doesn't throw for 5,000 yards, he sucks and he's not good and all those sort of things. Look at how he's doing it. Though That's the important thing. Is, is he methodical at doing it? Is he cutting down mistakes? Is he not wasting possessions? That's how you know when a guy's gotten better. It's like, okay, instead of a they score on their fifth possession, now they're scoring on their second possession. Because he's gotten better. Uh, He's more efficient. He's running the offense smoother. He has more of a command of what's going on. That's the word. He's not floating out of the the pocket in delivering the football. He's staying eight yards behind the center. He's climbing the pocket. He's throwing the ball. That's how you look at a guy and say, oh, he's gotten better. Also, I mean, last year, 26 TDs. Eight INTs, right? I mean, that's the least he's had Mm -hmm. of his entire career thus far. If it can stay around that or drop even lower, I mean, and he can obviously go through his progressions. You saw during the second half of the season, it was a different Baker Mayfield. Got into a groove. People were comparing him to saying, that's why he was taken with the top selection in the NFL draft. Like, there is a talent. We just need consistency with that talent. Yeah, and, you and, said, one thing though that you said, and we heard it just now in the rejoin, is, is championship or bust for the Browns. Yeah, how can that be? Why wouldn't it be that for them or bust? I mean, it, it, their team's still on the climb. I don't know if they're there yet. Are they in that conversation? But you're thinking like a rational person. <laughs> oh, you're talking like, about uh, the I'm talking about yeah, one thousand one thousand percent step forward, not a step backwards. That's all I'm looking for. That, that's fine. I'm looking for I'm, a step forward. I'm just saying, like, knowing Baker, knowing how those boys are, knowing they, they're going to look at Kansas City and be like, we're just as talented as you. Like, we want to run through you. So, like, it's, I know everybody's always going to say Kansas City is the only team that's in there that's going to reach they're, the pinnacle. They're, they're the best bucket. team. Yeah. Key is saying they're going to go undefeated. They're in their own bucket. So, if you're the Bills, or if you're the Browns, or if you're the Ravens, I'm just not trying to get to the AFC Championship game. I'm trying to get to the Super Bowl. I'm trying to win the damn thing. Every year we don't win it, I don't want to hear this thing about, well, it was Kansas City. Because that's a narrative all these players are constantly going to hear. Well, Kansas City's in your way. As long as they're there, what are you going to really do? But isn't that reality, though? Yes. But I don't live in reality as a player. <laughs> Why do you like keep talking that. about reality? No, I like that. I don't live I like in reality that. if I'm so, you know, see, Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. I live in the reality. I live in the reality. The reality of it is 
One game at a time. Oh, you sound Get like a coach. better. One game at a time. Win the division. Coach Johnson. Talk. I got. I haven't won the division. Pittsburgh won the division. Yeah. I haven't won the division. You got to start there. Baltimore won the division. I've got to start there before I can start talking about Super Bowl bust. I got to win the damn division. There's only one team that gets a bye. There's other teams like Buffalo and New England. There's the Miami Dolphins. There's the Denver Broncos with uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's other teams in this situation that's trying to catch Kansas City. Kansas City has gone to two straight Super Bowls, won one, lost one, could have very easily gone to three straight Super Bowls. Very easily. But a toe or a finger, whichever one it was, was just offside just a bit that kind of gave New England an opportunity to continue a drive. So when you look at that, you're putting a lot of pressure on the Cleveland Browns that had, they, they're not there yet. They haven't graduated yet. Has Buffalo graduated yet? Mm. Buffalo hasn't graduated yet either. Man. All right, so they won their division. Like, what's the next step the for division, Buffalo? The division, the next step for the, the next step for Buffalo is to show us more consistency. Yeah, how do you graduate? But that's what I'm huh? saying. There's, yeah. there's no graduate? way to graduate you, you when graduate, Kansas City is there. That's, you that's graduate, what I'm trying to you say. You graduate by winning the division again if oh, you Buffalo. God, no. You win the division Mm-mm. again, you show us more than what you showed us against Indianapolis in the playoffs, and then you take on a team like Kansas City and take them down to the wire and not go in there and look like, oh, well, we, we, we're here, but we're not here. That's how you do it. It's gradually. It's not leaps and bounds. And when you think about, yeah, we all want that microwave effect on our teams. Like you, we you, see it, a little bit of progress. That's and not now reality. We want next year, got to be championship. But that's not but, reality. You got to live in the reality right, world. But Jay said because he's thinking you're like setting it. yourself up for failure, thinking that we getting ready to go from sixty to one hundred and twenty overnight. I'm, I'm not it's not going to happen. But Jay's talking about it. I think what you're saying, Jay, is from the player perspective. Yes. If you're Baker, in his mind, I come into this preseason and I'm like. We're here to win a championship. We yes. should be in the AFC championship game at the very least this year trying to win a title, like that title. Like that should be the mentality of the athlete. Key, you're looking That's at the, it from an analyst perspective. From, of, no, when I'm I look not, at the league, no, they're not I'm there. At, so I'm looking at it from if you were a reality on the Browns, you were telling yourself we're not no. going to Every single year, I was, on damn, I was on the damn Jets, and we what went 1-15. I thought we was going to win the Super Bowl. That, that, that's not – it's other teams. You act like these other teams aren't getting better. Like they just go sit back there and go. The Browns signed Jadavion Clown. Other teams are getting better. It doesn't mean that my goals need to change. And no, not, your goals don't. And need not everybody's to competing for second out here. No, like no. yeah, okay, we haven't won the division. Oh, let's competing. win the division. But damn, like if walking away from that game, watching them play against Kansas City, I guarantee you, every player on the Cleveland Browns felt like. We could beat them. I want a piece of them. They, again. they yeah, could yeah, beat yeah. them. them they could have. Yeah. Same with the Bills. Yeah. They could have beaten them. They could have beaten them in the second half, minus Patrick Mahomes. Yes, they could have. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being real with you. It's fair. <laughs> Patrick no, fair. Mahomes was not on the field. Eight at eight. They eight. had a little spark. They had a little spark. I'm not saying that the Cleveland Browns aren't a good football team. But I'm not putting him in a Super Bowl or bust category. All right. Well, let's see who else. Who else would you put in Super Bowl? Nobody. Again, we asked the callers. 888-729-3776. Super Bowl or bust? Well, out of the AFC, though. How about not in the AFC? I should say getting out of the AFC. NFC? Uh, so the, the Rams. The Rams. Super Bowl or bust? So there's only Absolutely. two. Absolutely. 100%. Right. Who else? Super Bowl or bust? NFC? In the, in the league. Oh, the league. the league. All right. You got the Chiefs who you feel can, like are can, the – Kansas City. Chiefs are the, are the big bully. Yeah, right? Kansas the Bucks, City. big bully. Right? You would expect yeah. those are the big ones. But, of, but they're not a bust because they, they 
they did it. They but, won it. But it's it was kind of like but it is championship. Or it was kind of like Brady, they man. go to the championship. You bring great. everybody back from your I'll roster. Tell you what, I got you know? a, I got a take on the Brady thing. I, I do. I have a take on the Brady thing. Now I know uh, why. Can, can I say ask you a question? Real go quick? ahead. Why Why do we take championship or bust as such a bad thing? Like why is it a bad thing? I know it's like why would why would every year that Tom Brady is playing for his last couple? Of course, it's championship or bust. It's always that way for See, Tom. It's Brady. not really like that for him, for, in my opinion, because they kind of they kind of beat the odds in a sense. They 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 kind of everything hit the way it was supposed to, and they finished the deal. Which is exactly why this it is year, a championship or bust this for them. year. They're more now. Green Bay. If Aaron Rodgers goes back, that to me is a championship of bust because they've been kicking down the door, kicking down the door, kicking down, and haven't gotten there. And so they need to get there and win it. If he goes back, which I don't think he is, but that's the way I look at Green Bay. Tampa Bay, I don't look at it like that because see, they won it already. But so see, it's I look at like, I look at Tampa Bay because you know, yeah, they won it, but they won it with a, 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 an O line that was depleted. And a guy was running for his life. I mean, it was. Well, it ain't they fault? So I know it's not their fault, but like I'm also, <laughs> you can't think rationally know, when you think yeah, about what, what players think about for a guy like Tom Brady. These key, you find because he's way. won so many. I know, but this like, is what this is what dudes like this are built like. They're going to find something that gets them motivated for that year afterwards. Here, and I'm telling you, for Tom, it is always championship or bust. But here's why that's the way he lives he, his but life. He, but he, yeah, of course for him. But we're not talking about for him. We're talking about. As a team overall organization, the reason it was championship of bus a year ago because they had a guy yeah. who threw 30 interceptions and 30 years touchdowns, younger. who was 10 years younger, and they said, get his ass out of here. We're going to the championship, find somebody that can get us there. They found Tom Brady to get him there. They go and win it. The Rams did the same thing with Jared Goff. Yeah, I agree with you on the Rams. Get his ass out of here. He's the reason we can't win championships. Yeah. Sit his ass in Detroit. Let me ask you this. If, if. Rodgers goes to Denver. Are they championship, championship or bust? bust? Championship or bust. Because you're telling me that one guy is the guy that gets you there over the hump. You're not saying we're getting Aaron Rodgers to go to the playoffs. We're getting Tom Brady. We're getting Peyton Manning. We're getting Aaron Rodgers make a move like to this. win yeah. the deal. Yeah. We're getting Matthew Stafford, who's 0-3 lifetime in the playoffs in Detroit, <laughs> to L.A. for a guy that took us to the Super Bowl, and a guy that's won the division and went to playoffs and won, we don't like him anymore. We like him. Mm-hmm. He looks better to us. We're championship robust. You put, We've gave everything to acquire him. You put yourself out there. You when put you yourself make a move out there like that. All right, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, protecting your business with specialized coverage for your commercial vehicles. More at progressivecommercial.com. What I want to do here, though, is, is because we brought up Brady, right, and we brought up the boxing championship or bust, and you're saying no. You're saying yes because that's Brady. Take a listen to – now, this isn't re- in reference to a championship, but it is in reference to that maniacal approach to things that we've learned that Tom Brady has. Here's Tom Brady Sr., his dad mm-hmm. on the Sports Hub, and he's talking about the week four matchup with the Patriots. And, mm-hmm. Keith, something you said to me uh, when the schedule came out is, oh, yeah, players circle dates. Oh, yeah. Clearly – TB12 has this date circled. Yes. I started salivating when I saw that we play the Patriots in the fourth game of the season. We're coming up here to make our our record 4-0 after the fourth game. So we expect to, to beat the Patriots rather handily, frankly. I think uh, the fans at, at Gillette will embrace them until the opening kickoff. 
and then they're going to boo the hell out of them, which is great. So one thing to keep in mind, this is on 98.5, right, the Sports Hub in Boston. He wasn't a guest. He called in. Oh, it's personal. <laughs> he called in. Personal. They were talking about it, and he said, I have something to say. Yes, it's personal. This is what's going to happen. We can't wait for this. But something he said while you know, giving that take, I think this is Tom Brady's last season. Oh, I, don't know. I, I think it's his last season. How do you draw that conclusion? By the way, he said this could be one year, or maybe he plays another year. It's the it's to me the storybook ending. Play one game in New England, go for another championship, walk away. It's year to year anyway. I, I, yeah, it is year and, to year. Tom has said that. At this point, it's kind of like. But the way he said it, and coming off, I mean, him winning the Super Bowl in his first year in Tampa, He's incredible. Knowing that, of course, the family thing. What Morty have to prove is what she famously <laughs> said to him after the game, his wife. Out, I'm getting ready to put it out my misery, right? I'm getting ready to put everybody out their misery because I'm going to win 10 of these things. Well, don't you think that's like the last thing? It's sort of like, wait, who's on our schedule next year? Oh, we have the Patriots on I'm coming back for another yeah. year. You do that. What more? And again, Giselle famously said it to him after the game. What more do you have to prove? He doesn't live. It makes like, me feel like this might be that last year. For Tom Brady. Imagine Michael Jordan. Have you ever spent any time with MJ? It's, it's not about what more do you have to prove. It's not about us trying to understand what he has to prove. This dude is built differently for himself. He's not in it to try to compare or beat uh, records. Like He's competing with himself. Like, OJ, I'm basing this only on reporter instinct. Nothing more. Like I'm not trying to act <laughs> like I know something. This is basically from what listening to that and some of the stuff I've been reading about Tom since the season's over – it's just we're, like that's the instinct that I have. Well, we're it's just all, an instinct. We're, mm. we're all wired differently depending on what you what what your goals are when you enter into this league. Is your goals to be the greatest of all times? Are your goals to get a yellow jacket? Are your goals just to solidify financial wealth and you don't have to do it anymore? What what are your goals? Mm-hmm. Like like me, I got bored. I was like, man, I'm tired of sitting in these meeting rooms. I hear the same womp, womp, womp over and over and over because <laughs> they're not talking to me. They're talking to them Yeah. because I know all of the stuff. I've been here. I get it. You're talking to the young. I don't want to go through this. I don't want to go through this. I want to live life. I, wanna, I enjoy sitting out into the sun and walking around and not worrying about on a Sunday, stressing myself out on a Saturday night for a Sunday game. Tom Brady enjoys playing football and dominating games, and winning trophies and Super Bowls. And I know his wife asked him at the end, what more is there to prove? Well, I'm going to prove that I can get to 10, or I'm going to prove that I can win one more. Just the idea of playing to 50. You know what he still has to prove? He has never beaten the Patriots. He's beaten every other NFL team. <laughs> Dude, Evans. Like I said, it is if a funny, loses, no, it is a funny thing. If he loses week stupid. four, you can guarantee he's playing another four years. <laughs> just to, just to get the Patriots. Again. <laughs> but but clearly, clearly, with his dad saying what he's saying, that conversation has come up. Oh, yeah. And he already knew he was playing the Patriots. He just didn't yeah. know where and day. when. No, he uh, didn't know where. They didn't know where, huh? Yeah, they didn't know where. They where just knew have, you, have you ever had – because I've had this moments before and it's happened where you've been in the car and you hear a show talk about you and you call in. 
Nah. I, I've done this before. I heard him talk like, about oh, it. Hell no, this ain't even y'all y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Like the amount of the amount of energy and spirit that's there for Tom Brady Sr. to do that lets you know about how Tom Brady actually views right. this game. This is so meaningful to him. Yeah, that I oh, had absolutely. to say he so meaningful. Knew, but he's always on he, he's always big on the sports Tom Tom Brady goes Tom Brady been waiting for this moment to be able to say, I'm going back up to Foxborough or I'm getting ready to play the Patriots in Tampa because I'm getting ready to do something to them. Players circle the dates. They just do. When the schedules came out the other day, the I first thing it. I said, man, I'm circling that date. I couldn't wait I love it. to get my ass to Tampa Bay. I couldn't wait. When I was like, oh, I'm going to Carolina, I would see them twice. <laughs> oh, I'm getting ready to do something to them twice. That's all. I, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I could have... I could have had bad games leading up to it and bad games afterwards. Didn't matter. But that Back one in. game, or those two games, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they was going to be in for it. They was going out the gate. I, and I, I was going to let them know. That. I got beer dumped on me and everything. <laughs> oh, man, I almost went into the stands. They threw beer on me. You must pull a Ron Artest. I was going through the tunnel, and all of a sudden they're dumping beer on me. and the whole. I was like, you know, I was going to make my way up there with the teammates and Everybody grabbed me and pulled me back. Probably a better idea. Yeah, but probably, at the time, for you, know, the you know, you don't be throwing beer on people now. Come on, man. It's, that, I mean, wouldn't you have enjoyed that? <laughs> they hated me, like, though. Exactly. Oh, that was so I got him so, so mad he's Look, throwing his beer. He just so, spent, he just spent $12 so, on that damn beer and he felt, built it on me. It felt so good because they didn't need to treat me like that. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And they soon learned that out later after they convicted me, oh, right? They convicted me of a crime that I didn't commit in Tampa. And, and then they had to know. apologize. That's what sports is all about. Come on. <laughs> no. Don't get, you get dumped on by beer. You know then you did something. 888-ESPN, <laughs> 888-729-3776. Teams that are Super Bowl or bust, Corey's in New Jersey. Go ahead, Corey. Come on, guys. Love the show. Uh, you're doing a great job filling in for Zubin. Hope he's all right. But listen, um, I think the answer is the Patriots, but for a completely different reason. This is the first time Bill Belichick has to actually prove himself. And Cam Newens, he's had something to prove for the last five years. So I think it's definitely the Patriots. Patriots. What do we think of that? Is there, is there a Super Bowl? or but How about just get to the Super Bowl for Bill Belichick at this point? I, I No, nah, he's got to win it. Gotta I think he's got to win it. No, I think, I think what you, he's got to show is he's got to show that the team is significantly better than the last year. It's significantly better. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, now, they, they, contention for the division. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. win the division. Yes. Uh, win a couple playoff games, that sort of thing. That that's what they've got to do. Right. So when Mac Jones like really starts to show you that he's the quarterback of the future, <laughs> week fourteen, yourself. you couldn't help yourself. You but can't even say just, that with a straight just face. For the, just just to get the face. Omar in Brooklyn, who is Super Bowl or bust? Omar. Buffalo Bills. What else? <laughs> the so. thing is, I I don't want to hear. I don't want to go through nineteen ninety four Super Bowl. You get a chance. You are the team. You have already gone through the best team of Kansas City. You have the whole year to uh, make yourself better. I don't want to hear it. There is no other option I have. Go to the Super Bowl, win it. I have a Buffalo Bills. There is nothing else I can. The season starts with intention is all together. Buffalo Bills is going to win the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, signal is kind of dropping out there, but I think he made his point. Buffalo Bills nah, have to be that team. Yet. You think they still are on the rise, but not quite I, at see, that he, level yet? Problem. 
Here's the problem. You're not going to think any team is there yet as long as Kansas City is there. That's, That's the twisted mentality about it, yeah. right? That's why I'm saying for the Browns and for the Bills, you're like, all right, like, I, what, we can't just be happy like, oh, we had a great year. We finished in second. Or we finished, you know, we, we lost. We lost two years straight in the AFC Championship Well, don't game. we always look for that? We, we, all right, so we know who Goliath is. We want to know who David is. That's yeah. we always, in all spots, like, like the Nets in the East. All right, we know who Goliath is. Who's David? That's who's what knocking on the door. Yeah. Who has a chance to take him down. Who can take him down. Exactly. And who's that going to be? And then you end up rooting for that team through the rest of the year because you want to see that matchup. Speaking of Goliaths and Davids in New York, you have, obviously, Goliath in Brooklyn, and then you have David in the Knicks, and the head coach of the Knicks, Tom Thibodeau is going to join us next. You know, uh, Key, they, they're in the playoffs, not play-in. You saw, you they're told in the playoffs. Me, Jay has this anything. from Granger. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. You see, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. That's right, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call 1-800-GRANGER, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Hey, it's Greeny, and on Friday we're roaring into the final weekend of the NBA season with a lot left to be settled, plus plenty of baseball and schedule talk, too. See you then, it's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sports Center right now, the Suns beat the Trailblazers 118-111. Why is this significant? Well, because Phoenix moved a game behind the Jazz for the top seed in the West, but more importantly for Keyshawn's Lakers, with Portland losing, their chances of avoiding the play-in tournament stays alive. According to ESPN's BPI, the Lakers now have a 21% chance to earn that top six seed. Dame Lillard had seven, had his seventh straight 30-point game in the loss, second longest of his career. Chris Paul on the Suns and whether or not they want to pick who they play against. I've been to West my whole career. West ain't never been easy. I don't care who you playing, what, what, what series it is, what game it is. You know what I mean? I, I played in New Orleans, you know, when I was in that division with Memphis, Houston, with Yao and T-Mac and Dallas when they was nice with Dirk and Stackhouse and all them. The West always been a beast, so... If you try to match up with somebody else, you can still get get it handed to you. And you still could end up facing the Lakers or the Warriors in the first round. Speaking of the Warriors, they host the Pelicans tonight. 
9.30 Eastern on ESPN. Steph Curry looking to become the fourth oldest player to win a scoring title in NBA history. Only Michael Jordan has won a scoring title at the age of 33 or older. Curry has five career 40-point games against the Pelicans. Something to watch tonight. He trails only Russell Westbrook has seven for the most all-time. Also, if Curry makes at least one three-pointer tonight, he'd officially pass his own record for the most three points made per game in a single season all-time. The Yankees have placed shortstop Glaber Torres on the IL after he tested positive for COVID-19 for a second time. The Yankees confirmed eight cases of the virus this week, with Torres being the first player to test positive over that stretch. The previous seven cases have been coaching and support staff. The Yankees said Torres was fully vaccinated and previously had COVID-19 during the most recent baseball offseason. Meanwhile, the Yankees lost to the Rays yesterday 9-1. It was their largest loss versus Tampa since 2016. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs. It takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. This set happening in Madison Square Garden. New York Knicks all day. We're not playing, right? I got a dream and it's all I see. It is a new day in New York. Julius Randle, he is a star now. The resiliency and the fight, that's what you respect about this group. The Knicks fans, they want wins, that's what we're trying to bring. New York, we here. Man, New York, we here indeed. I haven't seen what was made about the Knicks in a, in a minute. What, you mean all that positive things good. you mean? All yeah, positive things good. being said? It does yeah. feel good. It's good. And as many players have said, LeBron has said this, Chris Paul has said this. It's great for the league. It's good for the league. It absolutely is. And what's also good for the Knicks it's, is finding a head coach in Tom Thibodeau, who in his first season has it's, – it's, it's the biggest turnaround from one year to the next in franchise history, and the season's still not completely over yet. Coach Tibbs joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Coach. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. So I got to ask you, when you started this season, with the roster you have, with the players you have, and knowing the 72-game season, did you truly believe, and I know Julius Randle said at the start of the season, but did you truly believe a top-six playoff berth was possible for this group? You know, when I, when I got hired, I asked Julius to, to come in uh, it was the middle of the summer, and obviously with the pandemic, it wasn't easy to get around. And I think the next day he jumped on a plane and he spent a week up here. And when I saw that, like, you have an impression of someone when you coach against them, but when I saw the type of shape that he was in, and then I, we, I didn't have my staff in place, so I worked him out. And uh, I saw the way he worked and his work capacity, and he was shooting the ball a lot better than I could remember when he was, you know, he had played the previous season and I had watched a lot of tape and, and I knew I felt like we had a chance. I saw how motivated he was. And then, you know, I didn't know how good we could be. I, I felt the first step was just to build the foundation, but I loved what I saw when he came in. And that week was, I was very pleasantly surprised and, and he was, he's been phenomenal. And obviously his play speaks for itself because it was, it's not only, you know, his numbers and, uh, you know, that's obviously great, but it was also bringing the best out of everyone around them. And uh, we have a great group of guys. We have the right veterans. We have some really good young players that are growing. And, and I think they've been good for the veterans. They brought, they're bringing a lot of energy and eagerness every day. So it's, it's, it's a great blend of guys. And, 
and they, they truly are a team. They're just willing to sacrifice and play for each other. Tibbs, Jay Will here. How you doing, brother? I'm great, thanks. How you doing? Good, man. It, it feels like it was yesterday you and I were on Get Up, and uh, we were talking about <laughs> opportunities that would come your way. And I'm, I'm curious, what um, what was it about Leon Rose and the way they ran this organization that allowed you to decide this is right for me? Well, I, I had known Leon and Wes, uh, William Wesley, for forever. And so I felt real comfortable with them. And uh, I like, uh, I love Leon's leadership style from his uh, days at CAA and just knowing him more as a friend uh, initially. And then obviously I'm represented by CAA, so got to, you know, just spend more time with them there. But just, you know, just the way they carry themselves and, um, I felt having been here before and understanding what New York is like, I thought they would be perfect for me. And so, uh, and they're great for the organization and, uh, the city and, and they just get it. So I think it was a, a, a real comfort level for me. Coach, you're, you're from Connecticut, a native there, and you grew up a Knicks fan. How is this Knicks job different? Because you understand the landscape, obviously, how is it different than your other two spots in Chicago and Minnesota for you? Well, I think each each job is a little different. You know, I, I, if you grow up in Connecticut, and I went to school in Boston, and I had the opportunity, I was I worked as an assistant here in New York and an assistant in, in Boston. It probably doesn't get much better than that. And then to have the opportunity to, to coach the Bulls, another major market. But there's nothing like New York, I think. Uh, what the what the game means to the city, uh, and there's probably three jobs that are a little bit different than the rest of the league when you look at the Lakers, the Bulls, and the Knicks. Uh, and so I think just the challenge of it all, knowing how great it was, you know, my time here in the '90s with with Jeff Van Gundy, and you know, we had we had such a great team, and those games were were huge games, and I loved every bit of that, and so. Uh, I never thought that, you know, that that it would be possible. You know, you're always hopeful that things could work out that way. But each job has been great, but this one is special. Mm. Tibbs, uh, going back to your days in Chicago, loved watching the relationship that you have built, especially with a guy like D. Rose. How And, and seeing him now, which is the stuff that that kid's been through, that young man, mm-hmm. it, it's ridiculous how he's came out on this side of it, especially considering his last stint with the Knicks. How has this game ultimately evolved to where it is now? Well, I think when you look back to the days in Chicago and to do what he did there and being a kid from Chicago and having that type of pressure and just the way he handled it all, he's got you know, obviously the great talent to be the MVP of the league at 22. That had never been done before, but just the humility to go along with it and then He's such a great teammate, and uh, unfortunately derailed by those injuries three consecutive years. But if you look at any time in his career that Derrick Rose has been healthy, he's been one of the best players in the league. And so I felt, you know, obviously I have a comfort level with him, and he has a comfort level with me. But I think what he has brought to the team and what Taj Gibson has brought to the team, there are two guys that have won at a very high level, and they've been in a lot of big games. So I, I felt that they would be instrumental in, to help uh, build the culture that we wanted to build here. 
and you know, like I know that's a buzzword. Everyone, you know, everyone talks about culture. What is culture? To me, culture is everything. It's how you do everything. It's it's not what you say. It's what you actually do. How you practice. How you carry yourself. Uh, how you are in team meetings. How coachable. What you are. What kind of teammate are you? You know, and and I felt that those were the right guys for us. Mm. But Derek is. It's a great story because a lot of guys probably would have walked away. Yeah, I think Keyshawn, you probably you know. No, like a, to sit out one season with an injury is difficult. To have to go through it three consecutive years, and then to still have the wherewithal to, to get to the other side and push through and and be, and be the player that he is today, and he he's been phenomenal for us. He's still he's probably probably doing it more, you know, now with just his knowledge of the game and how to manage his body and that sort of thing. Uh, early on in his career, like most young guys. They're doing it more on athleticism and their talent, but he's got the whole package going now. And you put Derrick Rose in a big game, good things are going to happen. Knicks coach Tom Thibodeau joining us on the Goodyear hotline is the the Knicks with 39 wins now, still sitting in the top six. They clinch the top six. They still could get as high as four with two games remaining in the season. And as you talk about culture and players and players who are familiar with you, the one thing that uh, when players talk about you this season, they just say you're still as intense as ever on the sideline in huddles, but yet behind the scenes, some of the guys like Taj and Derek have said that, that you are a little bit different than you were in their previous experiences with you. You took some time off after, uh, after leaving Minnesota, went around the league and stuff, and I'm wondering how have you changed? Because everybody evolves, right, from job to job, from team to team. So how are you different now as a coach than you were in your previous stops? I don't know. I think experience teaches you a lot. I think, uh, and then, you know, when you're when you go into each job, each job is different. So I think as a head coach, you have to be whatever you need to be for that team. Uh, and you learn you're not going to get everything right. You want always want to try to do it better. So at the end of each season, you try to reflect back on the things that went well, the things that didn't go as well as you would like, and then try to you know get new ideas of how you can do it better. And so, uh, you know, I always want to learn. I want to get better, uh, and I want to keep doing that. I don't want that to ever stop, and I want our players to do that. I want everyone in our organization uh, to do that because nothing ever stays the same. When you look at our league, you know, the game's played a lot differently today than it was in the 90s or the early uh, 2000s. And you, you see how the game changes, but what wins never changes. So you can still have your belief, maybe how you deliver the message uh, in trying to get ahead of what's coming next in the league to stay ahead of it. And, uh, you know, and, and that, and I love the challenge of it all, but, and I'm, you know, I'm working with great people. We have a great organization. Our owner has given us everything that we've asked for. Jim Dolan has been terrific management. We, our players, our coaching staff, it's just been a, a joy to be around. Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun just to see it happen because we know how long it's been. I know you do too, how long it's been, and the fan base is just ecstatic over this team, not just for this season, but what could be coming in the near future. Coach, thanks so much for the time. We look forward to you being named Coach of the Year. Congrats, Tib. Seriously, brother. So happy uh, for you, man. Keep you going. Guys. All right. Thank you. Thanks all for right, having coach. me. All right. All the best. Tom Thibodeau, again, on the Goodyear Hotline, head coach of the Knicks. Key, I know you are so engaged in that, and I greatly appreciate it. But you have to admit, though, he's done oh, a fantastic job absolutely. with that roster and with this team. Do we remember season. last time D-Rose played with the Knicks when he just 
They checked out basically 20 games in, yeah. Disappear? Yeah. Like dealing with a lot of – like the fact that Tibbs can bring a guy like that in and build off the culture and build a foundation here in New York, it's incredible. But how big is it that you can – like he lets him coach him tough. Yes. Yeah. Because they, they've ha- they have that – But he's always know, been around tough coaches for the most part anyway. But what I was going to say is Tibbs has done a great job, right, because he's taken them here opposed to here from there. He's given them an extra, I don't know, six seed. If they would have been in the ninth seed, people would be like, oh, yeah, nice, they but nice, not yeah, great. They, yeah, no, yeah. they would have been like, they nice, been they nice. got better. Be ecstatic. But they yeah. took them. He's taking them to a whole nother level. Yeah, this is degree. unimaginable. Yeah. Yeah. Just think about this. If they win out, they will double their win total from last season. Yeah. Just think about that for a minute. All right, so from one head coach to a city of coaches, that is next. After Jay has this from O'Reilly. Keeping your car as clean is simple. Inexpensive maintenance that can help keep your car looking like new, right? We all need it. O'Reilly Auto Parts has car wash and wax for painted surfaces, as well as interior care products like leather and vinyl, carpet, and upholstery cleaner. Visit O'Reilly for Clean Car Month, and their professional parts people will make sure you get the best detailing products for your vehicle. Shop your local store or online at O'Reilly AutoCom. Riley in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, day one, listen to man, I'm a big fan. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your football acumen. Hey, Zubin, you the man. Key, I appreciate you and you down here in Carolina too, baby. I appreciate More that. More from Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. Screaming boo. Market madness continues as we head south. To the Triangle in North Carolina, Keyshawn and Jay Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. Let's go. Let's go to North Carolina. So, so Joe Ovias joins us right now. He is the host of the OG 
with Joe Ovius and Joe Giglio on 99.9, the fan in ESPN Radio. Joe, good morning. So, in the Raleigh-Durham, the Triangle area, who are the three biggest names? Well, it's a college town for the most part, so things get tricky. Jay knows this. Yes. If Zion Williamson was entering his senior season at Duke, he'd be number one, <laughs> but it don't work like that anymore. So... We, I, I've been listening to the segments, guys. I, I get players, players, players around here. It's coaches. So with number three, I give you Rod Brindamore, the head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, are getting ready for their third playoff appearance in a row. He is the face of that franchise as a Stanley Cup winner in 2006. Number two, since North Carolina is now a football school, now that Roy Williams retired, we got to go Mac Brown. Your folks at ESPN know Mac Brown is really good behind the camera. He's really good in front of fans and really good with recruits. So he's at my number two. And then number one, I'm actually going to need you guys' help on this. (laughs) I'd say Coach K is number one, right? But the problem is, is this like all over the country or is it just in the triangle? Because if Coach K shows up to some restaurants in the triangle, Uh I don't think he's going to get a table right away. (laughs) Not in Chapel Hill? Not in Chapel Hill, maybe? (laughs) Maybe not even in Raleigh. Not in Raleigh? Joe, he would get it in Raleigh for sure. He would get it in Raleigh. Maybe not Chapel Hill. Raleigh, yes. He'd probably get it in a lot of places across the country. Yes. Yeah, across the country, Coach K's walking in. But around here, man, it depends. It depends on the place. Really, Joe? I'm, I'm, since you had uh, the head coach of the Carolina hockey team, I'm surprised no Lamelo Ball. Well, it's this well, is Raleigh Durham. Here, okay. Yeah. But, well, if we're, if we're sticking, if we're sticking with look, and Jay, you know this because you're around here. Our market's a little weird because we have a lot of transplants. Like you guys do really well here because you talk a lot about a football. You talk a lot of football from different different markets, and everybody kind of it's like one big melting pot, right? But with Charlotte, things get a little tricky. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton were still here, I'd put Cam on this list because Cam could walk into Raleigh. People know exactly who he is. Mm. I'm not sure people would know Christian McCaffrey if he walked up into a spot. I really mm. don't. I mean, everybody likes Christian McCaffrey, but it's not that, like, instant recognizable guy. Really? LaMelo, I think, is a social media attention yeah. grabber. He's got some ridiculous yeah, pass, some ridiculous play. play, but I'm not quite sure if he were to roll up here. People might think he's a college student, for all we know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't think Lamella's there yet. That's 19 true. and 19. Now, now, our producer, now, Joe, our producer, Evan, though, uh, has to jump in here and yes, have a conversation because, with you. Well, I do this. because um, it wouldn't be one of these segments if I didn't throw one of our local hosts under the bus. And so <laughs> I'm going to throw Chris Canty under the bus because he came up with the rules. And Joe asked me, can I include a team owner? And I went back to Canty, and Canty said no, that his rules, because Canty started this, that his rules don't include owners. And if there was an owner included, it would be number one on oh, this list, Michael right, Jordan? Yeah, of oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Mike, yeah, Michael Jordan's walking in anywhere. It's yes. as simple as that. Uh, I mean, look, I, I, does, does J. Cole count? He's playing basketball exactly. now. Uh, right? Especially after his album dropped last night. I mean, <laughs> that's a great point. That's a great point, Joe. album. He hung out with Dennis Smith Jr. at NC State. He's got, like, Hornets jerseys. He's repping Charlotte. He's repping NC State music videos. He works out in North Carolina, Joe. He works out there all the time. Oh, yeah. No, he's at NC State's facility all the time. I remember I asked a bunch of different players what his game was like. Because he actually played college ball before he just decided to focus on music the entire time. And, you know, like Kevin Keats, the NC State head coach, uh, and some of the Carolina players that I asked a couple, a couple years ago, they're all like, he's got, he's like, he's got a legitimate game if he stuck with it. Uh, he could definitely play, and uh, I'll be curious to see how it plays out because he's actually hanging out with a former NC State player, Brandon Costner, in this uh, 
I forgot what the name of the league is, but it's overseas. Where where would Jay Will fit in this equation at if we were bringing <laughs> in? Jay knows. Jay, knows. Jay, Jay, I've seen Jay out. I've, oh, Jay, Jay, oh, oh Jay have you? I've, I've, seen, I've seen Jay. I've seen him but where, on but where yeah, would he? Joe, Jay? we like to move like but assassins, where, right? But where would he fit Real in? Real G's moving silence like lasagna. I mean, you got to think about some of the great players at Duke in Duke's history and players in the Carolinas. So if there was a Duke general. reunion. Like a twenty year of the like the great players of the last twenty years all came together, you know, in Durham, yeah. uh, got together, and they're all now trying to get tables and play. Would Jay have to wait very long? Ooh, no, he would not have to wait very long, but he probably has to wait uh, behind Jay Billis. I'm guessing right now. Jay Billis, <laughs> or, or yeah, he'd have to wait. Yeah, he'd have to wait. Not even the most famous Jay Grant. Oh, wait behind Grant. And the, re- the reason why I say Jay is be- the reason why I say Billis is because uh, Billis uh, around here Dang. likes to take on officials, and and, mm. and Jay Williams knows this. Around here with triangle basketball, we don't like officials. Every- everybody's out to get my guy. So when Jay's like, wrap it up, let's go, let's do this, uh, people tend to like that. But not Jay. Jay Williams shows up around here. I don't think he has any. Pro- I don't think he has any problems uh, getting a table anywhere. I'll okay. be okay. All right, Joe, appreciate you for that <laughs> list. Thank you so much for being part of the game. All right, Joe. Stay good right, there, guys. Behind Leitner. Huh? You behind Leitner? Grand Does Leitner Hill? still carry that much I, cloud I, around there? I have a home in North Carolina. Shining we're we're dog. good in North Carolina. Oh, you're straight. I love North Carolina. Yeah. That is that's home for me. That is home. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that, – and, and, you know, you'd probably have to wait after Jay Billis. But other than that, you're I'm good. I'm still getting in. Somewhere. I'm, I'm way closer to the front of the line does than you Jordan, guys. Does Jordan still have a restaurant on Franklin? Or is that, that the I'm not sure if he owns that. Uh, I, right? Didn't he sure have a restaurant right yeah, there? Yeah, he did. He had one in Chapel for a while. Hill, yeah. right? For Chapel Thrill, as we like to call it. Chapel Thrill. Yes. Players? Mm-hmm. Players mm-hmm. always open. Mm-hmm. Players always. is always open. There's always a player in players. Players is a good spot. Yes. I'm, I'm surprised I'm you know leader. about that. Why would you Sounds be like surprised? you got good stories about players. My wife went to UNC. <laughs> oh, so that's star you know softball player there. Yes. There are a lot of times we are at players that we shouldn't be at players. How about that? Well, especially a Duke guy. Yeah, well, I mean, go North Chapel Thrill. Yeah, yeah. but you wore your Duke Letterman. Chapel yeah, Thrill. I bet he did. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Load management in the NBA, is it ruining the sport? Yes, it is. We Jeez. all agree. KJZ, ESPN Radio.